When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. At Maximum Mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. So just like the interview that we dropped yesterday with Danny and Mike, this happened on Friday. So there is a new convention in Philadelphia called the Keystone Comic Con. And I was lucky enough to get a press pass. I was hoping to go all weekend, but with the, you know, the weather reports kind of being interesting and, you know, being out really late last night, I, I opted to just really focus on spending a lot of quality time there Friday. And while it was a pretty light show for Friday, uh, and I'm really hoping and and wishing that the weather doesn't hurt their attendance too bad, the the show was really awesome in its design, actually. It was laid out really cool. There was a giant stage. There was a wrestling ring next to the stage. So there was live music, and then there was wrestling. And then when there wasn't music or wrestling, they had a giant projector system that was showing you panels that were happening in other rooms during the convention if you weren't able to get a seat in the room to watch it. And it's probably, of all the conventions I've gone to in the Philadelphia Convention Center, my favorite one right now. Uh, I think that a lot of the other ones have a lot of issues that need to be adjusted, but this one just felt 
fun. There was always something going on, even with it being like a small turnout for its Friday, which I think they expected because it was a Friday and it ended at seven. So you have to imagine a lot of people are working until at least five and weren't going to be able to make it for the Friday portion. But just a really cool layout. And uh, I what you know, I walked around. I got my interview. I, I sat with Mega Ran, which you know that information because the name of this episode and Mega Ran and I just kind of talked for a little bit. I've been friends with with Ran for probably three or four years now, just from interacting at different conventions. And, you know, he has a pretty good relationship with Geekscape. Um, he's just a good dude. He's a really good dude. If you like any type of hip hop, you owe it to yourself to check out his music. But he was playing a pseudo after party. Like there was an after party at 11 o'clock, but then there was like a convention floor shuts down at seven, but the music also starts at seven and you can stay here until 10 watching the music. And that was really, really cool because you had uh, the bit grade go on and they were incredible. They, they did mega man uh, with one of the guys just sits in a chair and he plays the game and the band is just playing the music along with him. And it's, it's awesome. Dude's, stupidly good at video games and then i got to see the microphone misfits who were just such a cool like late 80s early 90s hip-hop throwback i really thought a lot of naughty by nature watching their set that they reminded me of naughty by nature um absolutely picked up one of their cds finally mega ran comes on and he performed and it was fantastic he's always he's just a you don't want to miss a Mega Ran show. Guy is just so much energy. Uh, he cuts up 8-bit sounds from video games and raps about the video game over top of the rap beat that he's created. Uh, but he's also a teacher, so he does stuff about literature, all types of stuff. If you don't know Mega Ran, you should check out Mega Ran. And I'll even let, you know, I, I don't want to put his music on the end without asking for permission. But maybe I'll just very lightly in the background of the interview throw a couple Mega Ran tracks back there just so you can kind of get a vibe of what his music sounds like. Or at the very least, I'll use one of his songs to like interlude into the interview. But you should be checking out Mega Ran. And then after that was MC Chris, who I got to watch a little bit of his set, but then I had to go so I could get the interview with Danny and Mike that was released yesterday. So definitely check out Mega Man. Mega Man. Definitely check out Mega Ran. I'm very tired, guys. Still, uh, I'm recording this the morning after the uh, interview with Danny and Mike. And I only got maybe six hours of sleep. So it's not going it's going to be a rough Saturday for for your boy. Uh, <laughs> check out this interview with Mega Ran and uh, check out all of his music. Seriously, the dude's been putting out like two or three records a year, I feel like for a decade. So there's plenty of stuff to look into. And, uh, you know, we'll be back. There's actually going to be another bonus episode tomorrow, not an interview. Uh, and then we'll be back to, you know, a regular episode on Friday. So enjoy, guys. Yo, there's a party going on on the east side. Call all the beefs, get the car washed, and we ride. Because everybody's going to make it. All the shakers and movers, the illest DJs too. So just the all the maneuvers. And I'ma probably need the eye and a shirt for this. Break out the shoes I reserve for church for this. Gonna socialize till we suffocate. Eat a bunch of stuff I hate. Then be nice okay. and ask for another plate. Hey, everybody. I'm sitting out here with my good friend, your favorite rapper, Mega Ran. Mega Ran, thank you so much for grabbing a couple seconds to sit and catch up real quick. Matt, anytime, dude. How are you? Good. Usually, usually we do this at Comic Con in San Diego. Correct. But uh, you were you were doing a pretty interesting experience instead. You went to the gathering instead of Comic Con this year. Yeah, I had other things going on. Um, 
Uh, we were talking a little bit off mic, and it was it had to be something big or something very different yeah. to keep me away from Comic-Con. And it was the Gathering of the Juggalos for the first time. And uh, I'm really glad I experienced it. It was something that was way beyond my wildest expectations <laughs> and uh, and a lot of fun. So uh, I really had a, I had a blast. What was, your, what was your you favorite memory at uh, at the Gathering, probably? Wow. Okay. All right. So it's, it's pretty loud there. You know, there's concerts going on all night. And uh, people are loud. People are yelling. People are drinking. And then... Um, there's fireworks going off, and it just like feels like chaos. Like you're in a war-torn country for a moment. And then, in the midst of all that, I was walking from one side to the other, and I hear a guy say, "Hey, hey!" And I turn around, like, "Is he talking to me?" And he was talking to me, and he said, "I love you. I love you, man." And I was like, "Oh, thanks. Love you too, dude. All right, rock on. Whoop whoop." <laughs> and, and, and that was it. Like, that was really my favorite moment. I, I feel like, man, and that kind of encapsulates it because from the outside, you see chaos and you think, like, this is just madness. And then on the inside, it's nothing but love, respect, and admiration and, and a family atmosphere. And that's, that's really what I learned from, from being at the gathering. Okay, so the flip side question is what piece of random news did you see at San Diego Comic-Con that made you want to kick yourself for missing? <laughs> Oh, man. I, I, you know what? I stayed away from all news. I did. I did on purpose. I didn't read any any Comic-Con updates um, at all. I was like, I got to stay away because I know I'm going to see something crazy. And uh, I didn't want to... I didn't want to get like completely mad at myself as I'm walking through like muddy <laughs> muddy waters and areas down there and getting eaten by flies. Um, I, I didn't. So... I guess I'll ask you then. What was yeah. the best part of... Uh, you know, I just stand at a table. Best? I don't get to see much. I get to hear... Of, this is what my Did Comic-Con like experience is. or something? <laughs> my Comic-Con experience is I go and stand at a booth, and then at dinner, all of the writers from Geekscape tell me all of the amazing things that I missed. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest one was Geekscape's editor-in-chief, Derek, got pulled up out of the crowd by Xavier Woods and Becky Lynch to participate in a giant gaming thing in the middle of the baseball stadium. Well, that's cool. <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah, they were there for the uh, Rocket League. Thing, yeah, for the yeah. so he got to play some Rocket League with them, and he his story of it is amazing because he's like, I'm so excited. They're like, look, you need to sign this release because this potentially will go on our YouTube channel. And he's like, and I am like the most starstruck and excited. And then this little girl walks up wearing an up, up, down, down shirt. And in my heart of hearts, I knew I'm not making it onto the YouTube channel. <laughs> and uh, he was right. Unfortunately, the little girl ended up being the one that got picked. But uh, Of course. <laughs> uh, so I got to tell you guys, as, knowing Rand as long as I have over the many, many conventions, the biggest thing that you have to understand about this guy is that there is no gimmick to the geekiness with you. I've seen you at so many conventions... And you get excited about everything from the same standpoint as someone who's never been to a convention before in their life. What is, uh, what's, the, what's the thing at this? Because this is a brand new convention. Keystone Con, we're at. I probably should have said that. Keystone Comic Con is where we're at. What's something that you've seen here that just wowed you compared to all the other conventions you've been at? Well, I'm going to say the, the music stage. Um, I think that having a huge stage that's well put together looks you know, legit. I should have known, but these are the same guys who put together packs. Yeah. Breed Pop, who's done this. And uh, so they, they gave a lot of care to music, and I, I appreciated that. And um, we we really felt like 
special guests and not like tack-ons, you know, to a convention. Like, oh, by the way, there's some music if you don't want to do anything else, you know, or you get tired of seeing all our cool stuff, there'll always be music in the background, yeah. you know. But no, I feel like they made it by, by being so prominent. The moment you walk into the hall, you see the stage, you hear the music. Uh, so it makes it a very like hard to escape <laughs> moment, which I really thought was cool as opposed to any other con I've been to. They made it like the centerpiece, honestly. Mm-hmm. They have it set up. That, I mean, to be here is the best way to see it. But they basically have when you walk into the first doors, there's a giant stage. There's a wrestling ring right next to the stage where they're having matches every once in a while. And a giant screen that's projecting what's happening in the panel rooms in case you're not there to see it. So yeah. If you've seen all the vendors that there are to see here, you can literally just plop a seat right there and just enjoy the rest of the con very comfortably, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really awesome. Like I said, I hadn't seen that at any other convention. Um, plus, I felt really good about the way, like I said, about being treated. I, that's, that's something that goes a long way. I have friends who told me they had seen posters of me on the subway, you know, with me next to... Um, next to like the cast of The Office and next to like <laughs> Frank Miller and, and you know things like that and I was just like whoa this is amazing so um, I really f- I can't say enough about that like feeling like a part of the show is uh, is something that musicians always live for you know so that's something that I think that this con's got right for sure okay so let's let's real quick because I know you've got a sound check coming up let's tack on one thing tied to my podcast mm-hmm. and one thing tied to your podcast <laughs> okay alright so real quick Let's talk wrestling for a quick second. All right. Hell, Hell in a Cell is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What's the match you're most excited for at Hell in a Cell? Man, you know what? I have missed the last two weeks of wrestling, but I can still tell you that I'm definitely, I'm always interested in AJ Styles' match. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, Samoa Joe. That's going to be brutal. Uh, I think that that match is going to be great. I like how, you know, the last one was like a bit of a warm-up. You know what I mean? The SummerSlam match, I think, was a warm-up to get this feud hot and ready. And, uh, and I, I want these guys to fight until WrestleMania, honestly. But I think that this one's going to be brutal. And uh, I'm still looking forward to that probably more than anything. Man, SummerSlam was a real, to me, it was a real surprise. I, I didn't know what my expectations were, but I ended up mm-hmm. walking away thinking that was a pretty damn good show, actually. I was pretty pleased with it, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, they did, they did well, okay. Especially for the time length that it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you can keep people into a four-hour or five-hour <laughs> wrestling show. Plus a pre two hours of pre-show. Yeah, seven then, hours in front of the TV. Uh, then you're doing something right if you keep people, <laughs> keep people interested. All right, so let's talk the horror stuff real quick. Okay. Now, I never know where your vibe is on horror. We don't actually talk about that. Usually when we're talking, it's music and I'm wrestling. I'm a scaredy cat. We've, we've <laughs> talked about it before. I'm kind of a fraidy cat. So um, my thing is, like, I can nowadays, um, I'm like, man, I, I, I get really scared of stuff now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me. I've become a complete wuss when it comes to horror films. So I try to stay far away from them. I got to be honest. <laughs> I was watching. What's the one that that wrecked you the most, probably in recent memory? It. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was about to say like I was. Um, I watched something on Netflix, and then it came on right after. I think I watched Spawn. That's what it was. It's a weird transition. <laughs> it's weird, right? And then oh, somehow it automatically came on. I think it was maybe I don't remember. I think it was Netflix, and and it pops on, and I was like, oh, you know what? What the heck? I'm not going to be a wuss. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and sure enough, like, scared me half to death. So, I, yes. I want to know what the analytics were in Netflix for that decision. Like, we know. see that you enjoyed John Leguizamo's performance of a clown. 
<laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it because that definitely wasn't like checked off or added to my queue or anything like that. I have no idea why it came on next. I also like the idea that you were so into Spawn that you let the whole credits go by in a new movie start. <laughs> I, I think I was doing something else. Like I, I was probably emailing or something. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. You know, because this was, this was right after um, SummerSlam. So I know exactly what I probably was doing. I, I think I had the laptop open also watching the Ricochet and Adam Cole match oh, from Jesus. TakeOver. TakeOver was phenomenal. Oh, so good. <laughs> so I had that open during the credits and I was watching that. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want you being late for your sound check. It's always a pleasure to talk, dude. Thank you. Till the next time you're in uh, Philly or the next Comic-Con. You're not missing next year, right? I'm not missing next year. All right. I'll see you at least in a few months then at Comic-Con. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is he insane? Probably. All the above. All the scrubs and gamers right beside he. What do you know? What did he do? Come back to the lane where he gained his most fame by rapping about them games. He was ready to quit. The first was a one-shot deal. Then the big wigs got word of the style and the skill. Now everywhere we go, people ask him the same exact question. What you gonna do some more gamer So what we gonna do right here is go back. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.